Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jason and Alexis show. I am Stephanie Hansen. I am here today with Kenny. I'm here today with Alexis, and I'm here today with producer Rob. And we've got a great, great show. Good morning. That's a lot for this morning, isn't it? It is. It's energetic. (laughs) Yeah. But we're we're happy that we're here for it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It'd be different if you were Droopy Dog. I mean, that wouldn't be fun, so... Yeah, thanks again for hanging out with us this morning. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And we have a lot of coffee. Uh, in fact, uh, I've got to go pour some in the next break. Um, but yeah, how's everyone's coffee Wait. this morning? This Wait is, a excuse second. me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee. You I actually coffee. don't a have a cup in coffee. your hand? A cup of coffee. Eek. Yeah, you know what, Kenny? Uh, the machine made it, but I, I just realized as Steph is starting the show that yes. I didn't, in fact, pour myself some. You yes. have broke the number one <laughs> cardinal know. rule of doing radio. <laughs> I know, I did. Not I, having <laughs> coffee. Well, and being honest about it. <laughs> so what you're saying, Kenny? Uh, yeah, that's the number two rule. I was Always just going to say that, Kenny. <laughs> 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 Oh, okay. Well, my coffee's going to be great. Steph, how's yours this morning? Well, I'm over here in the disco studio. The lights are flashing. They still are, huh? Yes. It looks like a strobe light. It does. Yeah. It's like I'm at a disco. Uh, Yeah. On and off. It's a little more today than it was yesterday. But, you know, as long as I'm not triggered to have a seizure or something, we'll be fine. Well, that's what I'm worried about. Oh, yeah. Is it the mood lighting, or can you just turn on the fluorescence and go with the full uh, emergency room uh, lighting in there? That requires, like, somebody to be having a surgical procedure, which hopefully (laughs) I'm not. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. How are you guys doing today? Uh, Good, yeah. doing fine. Yeah. My coffee... My coffee actually tastes like it was uh, brewed in the living room this morning because it was. I tore my kitchen apart yesterday. Okay. uh, Working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Are you a home improvement guy? Uh, I am, but uh, we're fast tracking this project, uh, so we have a contractor coming in. My buddy Steve is coming in today to mud up the walls so we can get those all. Nice and smooth uh, and ready for paint. And then the contractor's coming in next week uh, to take out the floor and the cupboards and replace those. And do you know these people? Because, like, when the rest of us do a home improvement project, 
You know, I it never know goes them. according to plan. <laughs> I do know them, and I do endorsements for them on the podcast, oh. and they're absolutely amazing. That's one of my big selling points on the podcast is it's not supposed to go this smoothly, Steph. Uh, my parents were obsessed with moving and remodeling and Me building too. new. Uh, <laughs> yep, so I've same. been through this process 500 million times. Mm-hmm. And n- not only are we coming in ahead of schedule, we're coming in under budget, and there's been zero drama. I don't wow. get it. Wow. <laughs> okay, I, I need to get your guy. Well, it's, yeah. it's some major work there, too. If you're yeah, getting yeah. Your flooring and cabinets. Do you feel like, man, I should have done this early for myself? Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> you thank you, you always that. feel like that. Like as soon as you, you are getting it. ready to sell your house, you oh, have yeah. such lament and <laughs> Why regret. Did I do this ten years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the slap to the face. That's Lex, right. Oh, so I, I just. That way. <laughs> I, yes. Uh, I yeah. just can so relate. My my dad was in the Marine Corps, and right when he retired, it was like we get a house. And we can do whatever we want with our house? What? So, yeah, then it just became, uh, yeah, every weekend there was a, because my dad's handy like you, and it was like, it was project after project, and then yeah, when we moved yeah. again, same thing. So, whew. Yeah. I've remodeled three kitchens. Oh, yeah. I know, doesn't it? It yeah. just stinks. When we moved into this place, I remodeled the kitchen. It's just, and that was in 97. It's just so outdated. That we had to do it again. Yeah, I was and, you know, say... my dad's a he's a realtor, a broker. So I've had it driven into my head: always force the equity, always be doing something to your house to force the equity, so you can cash the check down the road. Oh, you know, it's good yeah. advice. The kitchen's yeah. a great way to do it. Bathrooms too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. My neighbor just redid his bathroom and then put his house up for sale. And honestly, he's getting fifty thousand dollars more than he would have in the bathroom. I think cost him twelve. Right. Yep. Yeah. It, it's definitely yep. worth it. And Lex, you just did your bathroom. I did. Yeah, I did with Rebath, and it's it's amazing. And I, and I'm the reason why I brought that up, Katie. I don't mean to slap your face because I'm actually slapping my face at the same time because we've been in this house ten years, and we finally did the bathroom. And I walk by and I just think the same exact thing. Why didn't I do this earlier? Yes. This is so yes. amazing. And but yeah, that, don't you find yourself wanting to linger in there? You know, <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe, <laughs> Like, like yeah. maybe hide from Zen and oh. on Hill, just bring a book in and just sit down and start reading. And I have become a master of that. <laughs> you know, I have I'm... to go to the bathroom. Thirty minutes later, um, really done. still working on it. Oh, <laughs> right, not done. You Don't guys, come in here. <laughs> you know that the lobster is a bather, right? Oh, the... he likes the bath. Oh, huh? yes. So he's spends a lot of time in the bathroom. Oh, does, especially when does um, he light was a candle? Does he, he light a candle when he's in there? Stuff? No, he doesn't. He reads bath bombs. Okay. Um, no, he reads. <laughs> okay. So he's got like uh, a little tray where the book is on the tray. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's very official about it, and he honestly would bathe every night if he could. Wow. Yeah. You guys should have a hot tub. (laughs) We do. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And then when we moved, we sold it, and he wants to get another one. And we have a sauna, and we have a steam shower. He's a very clean person. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have a place up with the Finlanders. You know it's not pronounced sauna. It's sauna. 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 The Finlanders will get on you if you pronounce it wrong. That's right. (laughs) No, we do. So we true. sit naked in the uh, sauna up there. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. That was one of my favorite stories with Kurt is when our friend uh, Bill got a sauna and he was married to our friend Julia, who works here. And the inaugural sauna, everybody goes to get in the sauna and Kurt jumps in and sits between (laughs) Julia and Bill, who are married. But he's naked and they have their bathing suits on. (laughs) She was like, um, what is happening? And her husband is just laughing because he knows Kurt. He's been around him. He's like, oh, that's just Kurt. And Julia was like, I have seen you naked more times than my own husband. (laughs) Kurt is not. He is a man of the 70s, man. Oh, yeah. And I bet Julia didn't hold back. She she said that out loud. It wasn't later or in the kitchen. Totally. Privately. And then we went sailing on a vacation a couple of years later and Kurt, you know, full on, yeah. full on. And she, by yeah. the end of the trip, she was like, I seriously have seen your penis like 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a lot for 610, but you know. Hey, and the first time you see it, it's probably the most shocking because then it just becomes like a pattern. Yeah. Well, and when I've you're sailing, it. like you're having to move quickly a lot of times. There's been, I, I can remember a time very specifically where I had to literally rip off my dress, jump into the water, get a buoy, get us all situated, then get out of the water while my uncle was standing right there. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yep. Did you have a bra and underwear on? Or no. Was... No. Oh, okay. Totally. <laughs> I ripped off my dress and had to jump in. We were like losing the, Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to do it. You got. I just think for a man, you might that could be a compromising, well, owie oh, situation that could happen if water. you're running around and, yeah, and dangling and. Uh, yeah, I'm sure know. he's had his fair share of accidents because he is dangling, <laughs> very often. That a girl. My family calls him the naked guy. That's why he's the oh. lobster. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny. I've too. only seen him clothed, so you know. Yeah, probably, but yeah. that would make you unique. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Lori and Julia have both seen him naked. I'm trying to think if Jace has seen him naked. Probably not. Well, I can't believe uh, um, Julia would get upset because she's the one that I've seen topless the most at work. A <laughs> hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Work too. Yes. At work, yeah. You walk. I, I learned when I was in the building. Never look in the studio. When Lori and Julia are on, because there's a good chance that Julia is changing shirts yeah, and bras and everything else. Yeah, that you'll see something. Else. And with yeah. that, Kenny, we're going to go ahead and take a break and come back with more hot topics. You're listening to Jason and Alexis on My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. Good morning. Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show. We're all here. Sort of. Kenny, Rob, <laughs> Alexis, me. We're here. Hello. Uh, yeah, Don and uh, Jace are out today. Mm-hmm. And Kenny, I kind of didn't get you. I was so interested in talking about Kurt's nudity. I missed out on the whole like holidays and what oh, kind of oh. days we're celebrating. Is it like National Yogurt Day? No, but oh, there are right. a couple of good ones, including one uh, for us. Balloons to Heaven Day. It's National Corporate Baby Name Day. If you if you want to name your, your kid Chevy or Ford or Snapchat, whatever, uh, in the <laughs> oh, UK. Oh, I interpreted that differently. <laughs> <laughs> in the UK, it's Cycle to Work Day. It's Farm Worker Appreciation Day. And just for us, National Gossip Day. Ah. Wow. It's also National IPA Day. It's Hiroshima Day. This is the day the uh, I believe the bomb was dropped on oh, Hiroshima. Geez. 
it's National Fresh Breath Day. Uh, <laughs> Not over one. here. <laughs> Maybe I didn't brush my one. teeth. Uh-oh. For, the, for those of you that have already curled your toes today, it's Wiggle Your Toes Day. <laughs> and finally, and not least, it's National Root Beer Float Day. I'll oh, take that's the root a fun beer. One. Oh, yum. Hold the ice cream. Yeah, I realized Same. on the way here that I didn't brush my teeth, and so I'll, I don't know, I got that going for me. <laughs> Is there some gum hanging out? Uh, maybe. Some floss or something? Uh, whatever. Did you guys say root beer, but no root beer? No, root no beer, ice but cream. hold the ice cream. Yeah, me too. I, I don't mind a root beer float, but I really, really like root beer, and I don't want you tainting it with your stupid vanilla ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I like that creamy, milky fast. stuff that happens when the root beer mixes with the melting ice cream. Oh, see, that's what I, I have to eat it fast. You get that ice cream out of there. <laughs> 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 so there's just a little taste of it, but it hasn't melted inside. And yeah, I get like milkshake Um Phil was a little worried we weren't going to have food talk during the six o'clock break. Oh, so don't worry. Did we, we got you. Phil, right we now. just checked that box. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and there's more because Kenny has an ad fad that's food related. Oh, good. I do. Is there a music for this or do we just go in naked like uh, Kurt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is one, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know how easy it is to find right now. Rob's so, searching, but, you know. What am I looking as, for? Ab fab. Uh, ab. The absolutely fabulous. There you go. As okay. It, we did it. As it turns out, a few weeks ago, I went on a tirade about chicken and how much I hated chicken. Well, uh, uh-huh. later that night, uh, I proved myself a liar, and I've been uh, ashamed ever since. About once a week, <laughs> the uh, once a week the roommate comes home with fried chicken and either mashed potatoes or JoJo's from Cub deli oh yeah and let me tell you something this this fried chicken from cub deli this is it's is the best chicken i've ever had and, and that's saying a lot because i've had it from kfc and everywhere else and if you like fried chicken oh my goodness you have to go into cub uh, cub deli and get a couple of breasts a couple of thighs and as many legs as you can stand and then i, I always recommend the mashed potatoes uh, but if they're out of mashed potatoes, the JoJo's will be a, a, an okay substitute. But it is so, so good. This is kind I mean, of a thing, Kenny. Did you is. know this? It's a like uh, hidden secret oh, cub yeah. food behind I've the never, scenes tip. Yeah. I've Rabbit never heard Trinner anybody. always talks about their chicken. Yeah. He does. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, I've never heard people talk about it before. But it's so, so good. I And I eat the skin and everything. I just love it so much. Have you uh, tried it from other cub foods or just the the one cub that you always go to, the roommate always goes to? I think she always gets it from St. Louis Park. Uh, but- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But she may have, I think in the past, she may have got it from the Cub uh, down on Nicollet and, uh, what is it, 60th in uh, South Minneapolis. Okay. But, so, but the one I think she frequents is uh, in St. Louis Park. I think there's something about the spice in the um, skin that they oh, use when they fry it. It's so good. Normally with fried chicken, I peel the skin off and I, I don't eat it. But That's my favorite yeah, part. I can't control myself with this right cuffed there. chicken. It's so good. I want them to turn it into potato chips. Or I'd like to just save Ooh, that is all a the thing. Sh- is in that? restaurants, yeah, chicken skin chips, mm-hmm. especially oh. in the South. Oh, it's so good. And I used to be a big, big fan of KFC mashed potatoes. And let me tell you, these mashed potatoes at Cub, they'll give them a run for their money. It's really good. I ate a whole tub last night. It had to be about three gallons worth. It was so good. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> you must so feel good. so heavy. Oh, I, I, I feel satisfied, Steph. <laughs> oh, <Satisfied>. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You want me to eat chicken right now? It's there is really a lot of good fried is. chicken in this town. There is. Is yeah. there? Yes. Is there anything Revival. that can compete with that? I, I think Revival's, um, yeah. they've got a, a Tennessee hot and they've got a plain. I like their plain. You know who else has really good chicken is um, Red Cow. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, really good chicken. And they just started... They've always had good chicken sandwiches, but now they have like a, a four-piece chicken that they do. That's really good, and you can get that in the hot version too. Yeah. I really like the hot, hot chicken. Uh, what's uh, the name of that fast food chicken joint that's closed on Sundays? I really like their chicken. Popeyes. Uh, uh, Chick Fil A. Oh, Chick Fil A. Yeah. Uh, and I what do. I do with them is I uh, when I whenever I go there, I just throw away the bun. I'll order two sandwiches, <laughs> throw away the bun, and just uh, stuff the chicken breast into my mouth. Shake Shack has a good chicken sandwich, too. See, we're going to talk about all these good chicken sandwiches, and then everybody's yeah. going to want chicken sandwiches. But yeah, I just I thought it was, so, it was so stupid and ironic a couple of weeks ago when I went on well, this bitter, angry tirade about how much I hate chicken. And I guess I was just referring to chicken that's made in the oven, which just sticks in my teeth, and it's chewy and stringy and gross and just not right and, and same with chicken on the grill i'm not a big fan of that either well you but fry anything fried you chicken. know and oh, it, it fried makes chicken. things oh. taste, taste so much better but i yeah. that was a funny day though kenny because you were really uh strident on <laughs> yeah. chicken sucks <laughs> yeah i kind of yeah. agree it's so yeah, boring and i agree too but you're right the fried chicken something about it yeah i love mm. that so good ab there fab. you go mm-hmm. cub deli chicken Yep. I like it. All right. We oh, got yeah. more show for you. When we come back, you're listening to the Jason and Alexis show. Oh, Halsey. That's a good message this morning. Be kind. Be good. Be nice. Hmm. You know who's not being nice? Are we going to do that today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Well, we're still, and I don't know how long this is going to go on for, because I feel like it's dribbling out a little bit every day, but we're still talking about Ellen, apparently. Yeah, still talking about Ellen, people on both sides to defend her or to um, kind of side with the colleagues. Uh, one of them Can is... I just, I'm going to make a note oh, here ahead. before you tell me. Sure. So yeah. 
you have a note on the grid that says Jay Leno and former DJ. And I'm just going to make a guess. Okay, yes. That Ooh. Jay Leno is not pro Ellen. Am is I right? not pro Ellen. So he's ripping Against her. her. Actually, he's defending her. Oh, that's surprising. He's the one defending. Yeah, he says, I don't. So he tweeted and he says, I don't discard a 40-year friendship on hearsay. The Ellen I know has raised over $125 million for charity and has always been a kind and decent person. I fully support her. So okay. he said that. Okay. Um, you can give a lot see. of money to charity and still be a creep. Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's a big difference, I think, with then being a, fr- a friend and a guest on the show and yep. working for her because the former DJ, his name is Tony, he has also come out and said that, yeah. There was some toxicity on the show, and he sides with his colleagues who have said so, which have now, well, counting him, 37 people now, at least, who have said oh. that. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That is a lot. That's not just like a beef with, you know, one coworker no. or... And well, toxicity... That's what we thought it was before, you know, just little things would trickle in and go, oh, okay, okay, but now you're right with this number here. What, what about is- toxicity? What is, yeah, like technically if someone says like it's a toxic work environment, what do they mean by that? <laughs> is That's that a great not question. the right way to say I it, think- Kenny? No, it was <laughs> perfect for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was perfect. It feels like me. you should just say what it is. Like, is she sexist? Right. Is she racist? Is she misogynist? What is she? I think it's a bucket for all of that. And it's just, a, it's a fast all the isms. way. You know, yeah, you know, we like acronyms. We like to just shorten words and make it simple even though it's not a simple issue. And so it's just kind of a bucket for all of those things, the sexism, uh, not feeling comfortable taking time off or bereavement leave. Um, what were the other things? Um, sexual misconduct by producers. Well, Just not being nice. And I don't mean to defend Ellen here, mm-hmm. but usually, you know, there's two situations here. So sometimes oh, what course. happens is you own a business and it's a family business and there isn't like a good solid HR avenue, which can be a problem. Yeah. But like on this side of it, you're working for a company. You're I'm assuming it's a production company. Like, doesn't Ellen have yeah, HR people that would deal with all this stuff? Yeah. Good yes. Point. And that's part of the problem is that some of the colleagues have said that, that we reported this and nothing happened. And Ellen was has been fully aware of this. Okay, oh, but you know, if it's not a role, yeah, no. I don't know. No, I, you're right. There's, it's probably somewhere in the middle. And the other thing about Ellen specifically is that we know that she has been thinking about retiring. She's been spending more time doing more charity things. She's been doing stand up. And the further you get away from maybe the core of, you know, the operation, which sounds like has happened, if yeah. you have a toxic producer in charge, that's, kind of the culture there and fortunately she gets wrapped in that because she's it she's ellen right right her name fair on or the not show. that's what happens well and to just kind of totally just discredit what i just said a minute ago i do believe that if you are the president of something mm-hmm. whether it's the united states whether it's a company i believe that you as the leader, even though you may not know every single interaction that's happening at your company, that at the end of the day, when things blow up or there's a dust up, you as the leader need to take responsibility and own that because you're the leader of the company. Yeah. And you put people in charge. Right. 
And who represent you, you? Yeah, and if you put the wrong people in charge, or if there's too many of the wrong people, you know, sometimes you got to clean house. Yeah, it happens. Right, it and- happens. Kenny, um, have you? Okay, so radio is such a weird thing because it's violation of HR almost every day. <laughs> Yeah, and, well, yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, well, even, I mean, Kenny worked at K-Fan, right? Um, yeah. In the day, I think that was pretty similar. As you did, too. I yeah. did, and I remember working there, and a talent who shall go unnamed, who, this did not offend me, but this just shows you where my bar is. I was, like, probably 25, maybe, and it was the era of the Wonder Bra. Right. Oh, and yeah. The Wonder Bras were kind of amazing. They were these super lacy, push them up type bras that had water in them that like filled out the cup in a way that gave you a little more lift and a little more va va voom. Yes. I so, want one so badly. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, had one. And at the time, this was before breast cancer, I was a bustier gal mm-hmm. and wore the Wonder Bra. And one of my coworkers said to me, hey, uh, do you mind if I sexually harass you for a minute? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> just straight up. Just a minute. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Do you mind if I sexually harass you for a minute? I was like, no. He has permission. <laughs> and he goes, well, he goes, that Wonder Bra is looking nice. Like he knew I was wearing it and I was so mortified. I was like, oh my God, it's, it's so obvious that I'm wearing the Wonder Bra. But yeah, so that just gives you kind of a frame of reference for what was acceptable sort of yeah you probably didn't feel like you could tell anyone at that point or it was it was all just like oh that's a joke and i wasn't even offended exactly that's what i'm yeah you know i just it was like i was kind of embarrassed because i got caught but yeah i worked as one of the few women we were in a basement of a trailer, oh, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> and my Every office time it rained, the floor in the control room got wet. Yes, it was like a petri oh. dish down there. And I was mm-hmm. a salesperson, but there were only I was the only woman salesperson for a while. And uh yeah, it was a very interesting environment to be in. I think of all the environments I've been in where sexual harassment has just been on the daily. Yeah, well it just feels like it's something that just happens. Oh yeah, there's been Oh, yeah. You know, now I think about it and cringe, but you're right. At the time, it was just kind of like, that's what we do. Oh, yeah. Or the restaurant business. Oh, Wait a yeah. Steph, Touching my wait. Legs. It wasn't me, was it? No, Kenny, you were always a little <laughs> that, weird for me. <laughs> that okay. would be the shadiest way to tell you <laughs> okay. that you sexually okay. harassed her by going okay. to your No, Kenny, if you thought he, if you, you think weird? he looks like the Unabomber now, <laughs> um, as a young man, he also looked like the Unabomber, but kind of a hippie really version. Really long hair. Yeah, yeah really long, long hair, hair. ponytail. Your hair. And yeah. your partner on the radio was probably yeah. one of the smartest men I know, but also a real college, college educated vulgarian. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the Very two of vulgar. you were not the most approachable for a young 25 year old <laughs> sales gal with her wonder bra. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do remember partying though with you and another gal oh. that worked there named Stephanie and, uh, a lady that went on to do weather at one of the TV stations. Do you remember that? Belinda. And, uh, well, she worked yeah. with us for a while. And maybe Chad or somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, was the day. Wow. That was the day. You know who was the nicest person to me in the day? 
Uh, and he is a legend in this town, and he's since had a stroke. Uh, is Joe Sensor? He was so nice to me. He kind of took me under his wing. He same here. He, did he really, mm-hmm. Kenny? Yeah, same here. Absolutely the most gentle, loving, fun guy there ever was. I even went on the road with the Vikings and hung out with Sensor, and he introduced me to a lot of famous, famous people. Jim McMahon uh, and a bunch of other uh, really famous sports guys, and he was he always treated everybody like an equal. Yeah. Always. Super, yeah. super kind, loving uh guy and just was great great person for me to know in the beginning of my career really just like helped me kind of in business just like to understand you know i'm looking at the clock here but you brought up a a topic that i found interesting because i think we're a little bit different in the radio business where we have uh some really uh, bizarre and i I guess some people would say dirty conversations off the air (laughs) that aren't sexual harassment at all and might make normal people in normal Cringe. offices uncomfortable, but it doesn't make any of us uncomfortable at all. Yeah, that's why I, at first when we flippantly were like, yeah, that's true. But it is, you're right, Kenny, that is kind of the nature. And it used to be worse. Well, yeah. and these I mean, are we're all, really checking ourselves now. Yeah, these are all things you can look forward to in the next two hours, friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a break. <laughs> and when we come back, we have more hot topics and COVID sex talk, I'm pretty sure, when we come back on the Jason and Alexis show. Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show. It is a beautiful morning outside. I think we're going to have a nice day today. It's kind of feeling autumnal, wouldn't you say, friends? Yeah, especially with the temps dropping at night. It's yeah, so nice. It is nice. It's Throw very nice. Throw open that window. Oh, it's awesome. Um, Alexis, are you... Uh, we were talking about um, food earlier, obviously. We talk about food all the time because I have a food show. So how about that? You can listen to The Weekly Dish every Saturday from 9 to 11 where me and my radio partner, Stephanie March, go through all the food news that's happening. But there is a little bit of food news that's kind of exciting. Um, right now, maybe you guys are, you're not maybe going to a lot of bars, Alexis, with the baby and everything. But no. they have shut down bars in Minneapolis. Not bars themselves, but the literal bar. So you can't like sit around the bar in a in an establishment. Are you guys aware of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... Did we lose Alexis? Um, yeah, she says she's connected, but it says she's connected, but she can't hear anything, Rob. Oh, well, so, uh, yeah. From everything's normal on this end. Okay, maybe you want to um, hear. Rob, you should go into full panic mode here. Start pulling your <laughs> hair out and rip your face off. Do that whole thing. Okay. Uh, do do what any other radio professional would do. Freak out. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but you're right, well, Steph. Rob's from what I understand, we'll just discuss bars because I know you've you, been. You in You can't few, get Kenny. within. You can't get within. What is it? Five, six feet of the bar, or you can't go anywhere near it. You can't order from the bar. That's what I understand. Yeah, you're supposed to just be seated and order from your bartender, or excuse me, order from your server, and not collect and gather around the bar. Which, you know, for most like some restaurants, like that's not a problem. But if you go to like a tap room. You know, that's generally how you order is you go and you stand at the bar to order. So it's created a little bit of confusion and a little bit of drama because like a tap room doesn't usually have a server. Right. Right. So everybody's having to pivot. And just generally, 
Can you imagine being in a business where, first of all, the government tells you shut down, open up, shut down, do it this way, do it that way. Like that alone is creating a lot of anxiety, which you can only imagine. And I understand why this is necessary. I just feel bad for these restaurant tours and these bar owners and these people that are trying to, in most cases, do the right thing. And yet it's a continually moving target and changes all the time. Um, so we've had a lot of closings, obviously, but there has been a few bright spots. Um, the Happy Gnome, which is located in St. Paul, just reopened. And I'm happy to say that people are hanging out there. It's right by my house. They rebuilt up outdoor patio they had and they made it larger. So it seats up to 200 people outdoors. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. And then they closed down or they're not seating on the inside, I don't think yet. So it's really mostly geared towards outdoor at this point. So with them, are they were they able to keep most, uh, if not all, of their staff on the uh, payroll? No, no, yeah, nobody has been able part. to keep all their staff. Oh, um, yeah. Many of them were that's furloughed. Some of them have been finally, in some respects, it was better to release people because then they could get more unemployment benefit. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was reading an article too. That said, like, will this ever come back in the way that it used to? Like, will, you know, when when we were younger, you would like maybe your first job was at the movie theater. Or maybe your first job was at concessions at Valley Fair or maybe you were a busser at the Embers. You know, right. will those types of jobs even have the opportunity to come back? Yeah, that's a good, good point. Um, have you been frequenting bars and restaurants the way you used to? Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I was eating out five, six times a week. Oh, my um, goodness, Stephanie. Yeah, a lot. And no, not at all. I have gone to outdoor dining places. Yeah. I haven't gone to a ton. I would say maybe less than once a week, which is still like hardly at all for me. Yeah. Um, but I have some reservations on the books in the coming weeks, always outdoors. I'm not comfortable eating inside yet. And a lot of the restaurants, I have to say, have done a great job of pivoting to more of like a marketplace or a curbside pickup or takeout. One of the uh, places that I used to love was called Popo Vu. And it was in Northeast Minneapolis. And it's a kind of it was a Mexican spot that half of it was Centro was the name of it. And it was more the casual taco nacho bar type setup and then the other half of it was this very refined fine dining experience called popo vu and they have made an announcement that they're closing popo vu which is the fine dining side centro the taco side is still open and Uh what they're doing is they're going to open it up and make it more of like a grab-and-go bakery and a marketplace and a deli for mexican food will that work yes Absolutely. People are really wanting like grab and go things. They want to pick up. They want to have complete meal pickup, curbside pickup. And I think as we get into the winter months again, where outdoor dining isn't going to be really an option, I think you'll see restaurants ramp up their curbside again. And a lot of them have kept it and still do a pretty good business with it. But I think you'll see them add more like one of the things that was funny this season was people ordering or adding pantry items like some people were selling toilet paper and soap and eggs. Oh, really? Yeah. Other things that when you got your pickup, you could add those things. 
And also oh. the government has, st- or Governor Walls has still allowed bars and restaurants to do um, things like adding wine to your order, adding a six pack of beer to your order. And that's been amazing. I'm so happy yeah. they allowed that. I don't order a curbside t- pickup without ordering liquor because oh, this says probably way more about me than anyone wants to know. But it's like, oh, it just saved me a trip. I'm always right. going to need an extra bottle of wine, right? In case yeah. someone pops over yeah. to your patio or I'm always going to need a six pack of beer. So I figure it's just one way I can support the restaurants. Yeah, uh, you're right. That is very convenient because uh, we've been uh, either running over to or ordering from Elevated and uh, Elevated over on oh, Hiawatha. They're so great. They, yeah, they'll deliver right to your door and there's a little tracking app so you can actually see where your liquor is. It's still in the store. It's now in the parking lot. Oh, now they're turning on to Hiawatha. That's it's cool. Really, yeah. really exciting. Uh, but I really miss my local joints. You know, once a week we'd go over to the Cardinal. Um, Cardinal Bar a, for barbecue. Yeah, there's a, another um, uh, bar really close to them, Northbound or yeah, something Northbound like that. Yeah, Northbound or Northern Northbound Smoke. It's a smokehouse. Yeah, uh, and they're really good. Um, but what I noticed, Steph, a couple of weeks ago, I was here on a, in town on a Saturday. There's a place on 42nd Street and 28th Avenue called The Baker's Wife. And the line to get in that bakery at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning went out the door and around the corner. So they're still doing bang-up business. That's a fantastic bakery. And people yeah, are yeah. being, It's a that's a really small spot. It's right next to Buster's on 28th, which has yes. amazing chips and French onion dip, if you ever. And bison burgers. Oh, yeah. th- yes, Kenny. I love their yes. bison burgers. See, we got late to yeah. the food talk, but here it is. Um, yeah. You will see, too, because that bakery is so small, they're limiting like the amount of people that can go in at a time. Yeah. Um, here's another little tip. I've heard that Bogart Donuts is adding ice cream. Ice cream has been a huge seller this season. It's almost yeah. selling. People are buying as much ice cream as liquor. So yep. there's that. Comfort foods. Yeah, yep. absolutely. You're absolutely right. All right. So we are, I think, is it time to break? I think it is time to break. We're going to go it's ahead and take close. a break. We'll see if we can find Alexis in the... Uh, in the system here and we'll be right back okay Maybe. 10 more seconds so i'm not going to count down from 10 i'm just going to say kenny how's your coffee <laughs> my coffee needs refilling and i mean right away i need some and refilling too thankfully i've got some traffic items to talk about too so oh, stay good, tuned because you that. quit yesterday so we're gonna have to discuss <laughs> yeah. that when we come back i'm back at it You're gone away It's a beautiful day